0: This show contains movie spoilers and swearing. Welcome back to another episode of Bite Size Cinema I'm your host R.J. McCready And for this episode, I knew this film was going to come eventually (laughs) I'm going to be taking you back to the year in 1995 To look at Kevin Costner's action adventure um, Water movie being Waterworld The pun is in the title And joining me for this episode today is my good friend and listener Kung Fu Dave Dave, welcome to the show hello how you doing yeah it's good to have you back on board mate <laughs> again no, Thanks, man. <laughs> no pun in that title either um, so we've got a lot to talk about with this film dave so what we'll do is we'll get we we'll get onto the high seas we'll get the trimaran we'll get the sail up we'll uh, we'll play a trailer and we'll see you guys soon <laughs>
1: The polar ice caps have melted, and the Earth lies beneath a watery grave. Those who survived have adapted to a new world.
2: What did you see out there in the 15 lunars? Such as? An end? An end to all this water?
1: You're asking the wrong person. Pure buried. So what's the work? We trading or not? And the human dream is the search for a mythical place called dry land. It doesn't exist. How can you be sure? Because I sailed farther than most have dreamed. I've never seen it.
2: This place, this whole way of living, it's ending.
3: Straight line leading directly, directly to dry land.
1: Dry land is not just our
3: destination, but it
1: is our destiny! Universal Pictures presents A world unlike any you have ever seen Dennis Hopper, Gene Triplehorn, Water World,
0: and welcome back, guys. So the synopsis to this movie is In a future where the polar ice caps have melted and the earth is almost entirely submerged a mutant mariner fights outlaw smokers and reluctantly helps a woman and a young girl try to find dry land It's an action-adventure sci-fi movie It's a PG-13 There's a 135-minute runtime, but there's also a longer runtime, but we'll get into that later on It's got 6.3 on IMBD and it was made for a whopping $175 million. So, Dave, Waterworld. When did yeah. you first watch this movie then, mate? When did you, when did you come across this one?
4: Well, it's funny because, I mean, it's not... It wasn't that long ago, really. It was um, It's probably about 10 years ago when yeah. I watched it because I used to get this... Uh, I used to get a lift to work with this guy when I was back in Nottingham and he, he was talking about Waterworld and I was like, I've never heard of Waterworld.
3: Yeah.
4: And, um... He said, "Oh yeah, it's a bit, it's a bit crazy. It's about this bloke who, you know, lives in the sea and the world's covered in water." So I thought, oh, that sounds interesting." So I watched it, and you know, I was, I was quite blown away by it. Really, it was um, mad, absolutely mad. <laughs>
0: <laughs> madness, yeah. madness in a film. Yeah, um, it certainly is, mate. Yeah, I think, um, I think it's. I mean, I watched it last night, and I think it's one of those films where you just got to sit back and enjoy it, really. You know, you you get an action-adventure. Pretty simple story in between all that as well. Um, And I I think you get your five bucks' worth with this this movie. And not to forget, it's got an incredible soundtrack by um, James Newton Howard. And uh, the bit right at the beginning with Kevin Costner when he's, um, you know, you're introduced to the main character, aren't you? And he's got his yeah. trimaran, which is, you know, badass in this movie. And straight away, you're thrown into some action, aren't you? You're introduced to him. You're introduced to the bad guys being the smokers on the um, jet skis. And, um, yeah, it's, it's to me, it's a, it's a hell of an intro. And I sometimes go back to that scene as well on YouTube just to have a look at it. Do you know what I mean? Because it's just pumping.
4: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's bonkers, isn't it? I mean the whole he's just chilling on his boat isn't he and then all yeah. these smokers come along with the jet skis Whatever well, no, he's what's it he's, he's chatting to that he comes across that chap doesn't he that seems to have, well he's in the middle of the ocean and um you know they're having a bit of a to-do about you know trading or yeah. or and he's he's this other guy says oh you know, I've not been on your boat, I've not stolen anything, I don't know what we are on about. And then um, the smoker's come along. And then the next thing, you know, he's, this other bloke's stolen uh, the mariner's limes, only off his
0: tree. Yeah, his little <laughs> limes on his tree, hasn't <laughs> he? Do you know what I mean? You do not steal the mariner's li- limes from his uh, tree. And yeah, he's, he's, he's got a bit of an accent, is not he? You'll never make it. You've got no wind, yeah. is not it, like that. <laughs> It's almost as if he's just chucked a bit of Viagra into his boat, isn't it? And all the everything seems to go. <laughs> <vroom>. <laughs> Hang on a second. And like, so I like, it's just badass. I remember um, going to the cinema to watch this back in 1995, and uh, I was entertained. And there was a time where there was some good movies back then as well at the cinema. Um, this was pre. So the year after this, you had Independence Day. A couple of years after this, you had the Mummy. Um, I think this summer, I think The Rock was at the cinema with Kevin Costner. Uh, not Kevin Costner with um, Nicolas Cage and Sean Connery. And then you had oh, yeah. Conair, uh, You had the John Woo action movies. So there was quite a lot of action about. Um, and I remember. I, and the thing with this movie is the the trailer makes this film look even better. As well Because obviously You know We just played the trailer For this And it just I remember watching the trailer thinking Oh my god That looks really oh, This film looks incredible Because you get You know Snippets of action Kev flying through the water Like a dolphin um, And You know let's, let's quickly mention this now As well it, There's no Denying that this film Isn't a, a take on The Mad Max films With Mel Gibson No Definitely um, yeah. particularly Mad Max Two. Um, I take it you're familiar with that film, Dave. Number Two, Mad Max.
4: Yes. Yeah.
0: Um. So if you compare that with this, you know, it's pretty much well, apart from him rescuing a kid, but then he kind of gets into that in the third Max Mad film, Mad Max films. Um, the whole because he eventually comes to an atoll, doesn't he? In this after this. Um, fight with the smokers and it's very similar to obviously Mad Max coming to the gas pump station with mm. like the marauders and all that you know, it's pretty much sort of <laughs> pretty much seen it's identical just, really
4: it's Mad Max on um, on water on water isn't it <laughs> yeah it's like the director's like oh, we'll, just, we'll just steal this and we'll just stick it on a load of water you know
0: <laughs> well yeah I mean this is it I mean but the thing is I think people got to understand is that That's what they were doing, because you actually had um, the writer for Mad Max on board on this movie. And um, he's basically taken that and brought it into this and done it on water. So, Um, But for some reason, the film didn't work at the time. uh, A lot of people think it bombed, but it didn't. It did actually make some money. It was made for a ton of, I mean, they, the the budget they spent on this one hundred and seventy five million dollars. I mean, um, that's a lot of money. It's even a lot of money today, isn't it? You know, with movies. Um, yeah,
4: I mean, I mean, I know. I mean, at the time, I suppose, you know, with the with the sort of visual effects they were using and and you know the props and I couldn't understand it really because if you look at when you watch the film, there is a lot going on with it. Mm. Um, and there's obviously big names like Kevin Costner and Dylan Um, yeah so it's understandable really but
0: again it's a
4: fortune of money isn't
0: it yeah but I think you know because you know I watched I watched the film last night with more of a critical eye and I guess you can sort of see where the money's gone because there isn't an awful lot of CGI in this this there is but there's a lot of um amazing sets being the atoll which was built out of steel I think they built this in um, Hawaii and apparently they <laughs> they took all the steel from Hawaii to build this set you know <laughs> I think that's, that's like the yeah shit. yeah they Hawaiian why like uh, merchants were like saying we just don't have any more steel left you know what I mean <laughs> you've taken it all <laughs> can't build any houses anymore yeah so you know you, it, you, I'm sure they're rummaging three people's garages saying, so no, yeah, it's just, uh, you know, you've got a set of ladders in there, yeah. we'll take those. <laughs> yeah, well, that's all down. <laughs> yeah, that's still fence. Oh, yeah, we'll take that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what are you doing? Oh, we're just making a movie. Yeah, that's it. Okay. <laughs> that's
4: probably why it costs £175
0: million, isn't it? Yeah, this is it. Yeah, we just, uh, <laughs> We just stripped Hawaii, <laughs> bear. <laughs> oh, my God. But, um, yeah, I mean, not like I say, Kevin, you got Kevin Costner in this movie. What do you think of Kevin Costner in this? Um, he's a lot different to. Um, obviously, he's, he's come, just come from playing Robin Hood, hasn't he? Um, yeah. Previously. It
4: was that like five or well, four or five years earlier, wasn't it? It's was Robin Hood. Um,
0: yeah.
4: I think he's. I mean, obviously, you could tell it's Kevin Costner, but I think. Yeah. Um, some of the scenes, it's not really, I suppose, not really his character because, I mean, it's it's quite a dark. Some of it is quite, you know, it's quite dark, isn't it? Because he, he throws the, obviously he goes to this toll and then he he um, you know, they find out that he's got gills. Mm. So yeah, cut a long story short, he's, he's some kind of mutated human, isn't he? He can he can hold his breath under water and yeah, you know, swim quite fast and um. And then when the smokers come uh, um, to sort of blow up the, the sort of miniature steel town that, that these people have created, um, it, you know, he, he escapes with these two people. It's, it's Jenny Triplehorn, who plays Helen, and Tina Maggiorino, who plays Enola, who's a little girl.
0: Yeah.
4: Um, so they escape, and then, you know, he's not particularly happy about them being on his boat, is he? No. Um, and there's a scene where, you know, she, Helen... Sort of offers herself to him mm. takes her so <laughs> strips her strips naked gets her gets her boobs out and um, he's sort of like no I don't want any of that and she finds that a bit strange but then a bit later on yeah uh, Enola has got found some sort of crayons and she's sort of drawing all over his boat and then he picks her up and throws her over the yeah <laughs> throws her overboard and uh you know, she obviously can't swim
0: and he's not too bothered about it, is he? <laughs> no, he's... Yeah, he's, he's, he's quite harsh. And I think But I suppose what I saw of this... And you're right, because... Critically, Costner got... You know, by critics saying that he's a very harsh character in this. You know, he's not very pleasant in places. Like what you just said there where that. He just chucks a kid into the sea. Um, but then, I think... As it goes along, he starts to realise the error of his ways. It's almost like he spent so much time at sea. He's not used to human interaction. And I suppose where he's like a mutant... I think he's having this transition, isn't he, or something, isn't he? And I think there's a part of him sort of going, look, I just want to turn up, get some stuff and just mind my own business. And... um, and it's almost like something that's hard about the story, but something that's nice about the story, where like you just said, he's 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 fed up with this kid. But eventually, when she gets kidnapped by the smokers later on, he realizes that he does actually he now has a sort of almost like a father figure connection to her. Um,
4: yeah, yeah, he does.
0: And the two eventually. I suppose they're
4: trying to like they're trying to like um you know work on that kind of transition of him being. You know, a bit of a twat, yeah. you know, a bastard. You know, yeah, yeah, a bit of a all for himself to kind of being a bit more caring towards others. Which, I, I, yeah, he does it does it quite well, doesn't he? Does it quite well?
0: Yeah, I think it's um, it's a part of the story which I like. Where you know later on, I mean, we're sort of fast tracking here to the bit where he goes to rescue her, which is just an amazing, you know, scene when he gets to the ship, doesn't he? With Deacon being the Dennis Hopper character. And I just like it where he just changes from that harsh role to now he wants to go and rescue. Him. And I think that's 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 a good bit of story progression in this. I mean, the story, that's great, isn't it? <laughs> the story. Yeah. I mean, let's talk quick, quickly talk about the bad guys in this as well. You know, um, so you like to so say you've got Dennis Hopper. He is almost like a. And let's let's say this now as well. This film's a pirate movie, isn't it? As well as much as it's Mad Max Two. Matt in the, it is a pirate movie as well, was not it? It's like Treasure Island. Cause you kinda got instead of them looking for gold, they're looking for the land, aren't they? In this dry land, this mystical place. And I just thought Dennis Hopper is kinda like it's almost like he's having some fun with this, isn't it? You know what I mean? It's like yeah. Ooh Ooh, <laughs> ah,
4: yeah, here we go. Ah is okay. you know. <laughs> that scene, isn't it, near the end where you know, where the where the the smoker's sort of HQ, the big oil tank, it blows up. And it, before that, he's doing that speech, isn't he? Yeah, it's that's it. Up, uh, and he's got that pirate's hat on and he's yeah. obviously lost his eye, hasn't yeah. he? Yeah, yeah. He's it. got that patch over his eye. So, yeah, you're right. I mean, it, it's a it's a pirate film, isn't it? A futuristic pirate film.
0: Yeah, you know what? Because <laughs> he's it, got that microphone, is not he? And you just almost, you, you cut, like so say, he comes out with the old pirate hat, he's got got—he's got an eye patch, and it's almost like he's going to go, hoo ha diddly dee a pirate's <laughs> life for me. <laughs> you know, it's like, come on, Dennis, get into swing there, mate, go on, you know you want to do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. The smokers,
4: I mean, I was laughing at, I didn't really realise this till when I watched it yesterday, but I, I always assumed that the smokers is... were... You know we're called the smokers because they seem to sort of blow everything up but I've noticed that they smoke a lot yeah and uh Deacon is tucking up cigarettes to everyone isn't he? he's like yeah hey, some cigarettes yeah. cigarettes." and he's like well I don't know where he gets all these cigarettes from I was In gonna say yeah,
0: well. <laughs> <laughs> I mean you know that 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 ship that they're on just must have had containers and containers of tobacco and also yeah. ammunition, isn't it? Yeah, you know, they're not they're firing ammunition as if they just got crates of it. Yeah, um, God,
4: yeah. Where they destroyed that that toll.
0: Yeah. I mean. Yeah, I mean they've got that
4: um that guy with a pig face on Oh him. yeah, like, that's right, yeah.
0: <laughs> you
4: know I mean? Shooting the Brilliant.
0: I mean it's yeah, like I say, the guy with the was it, pig face mask, but he has got the fifty cow. It's almost like a sort of towel gun, isn't it, for a an old like World War Two bomber or something. But he's he's got absolutely no plan about him at all, is he? It's just like plonk this guy in a seat and just fire <laughs> and that's it, you know. It's just like it's just kill all these people for no reason, you know. It's like what the hell?
4: Um I mean what are they what are they trying to do? Oh, I mean, this is the thing we miss. Is that is they're trying to get um, Enola, aren't they? They're trying to get the girl, the young girl, because I mean, the whole story is centered around her, isn't it? And she has a, a map, yeah, on her back, um, and that shows them the way to uh, to a dry land, doesn't it? So, I mean, that yeah, she's the center of it all, isn't she? And they're trying to get her, and the smokers that Doing everything they can to get hold of us, so I think they can get to dry land, but yeah, it's bonkers.
0: But like I say, it's just the way he goes about doing it, isn't it? With this dude, he's just like, you know, you think you're looking for this little kid, this fragile girl, but then you're blowing the shit out of this uh, place, you yeah. I mean? You think, oh, and she's got this map on her back, so you know. Um, And then I had like to laugh as well. You've got these dudes with these flags as well, haven't you? <laughs>
4: Oh, like the little
0: kids with the flags. So. Yeah, this is it, you know, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a crazy scene. But... Again, like I say, Kevin Costner comes in swings into action here, doesn't he? Like I say, as we said earlier, he rescues the, the kid. Um, but... Then you've got the dude as well, who's quite funny, him not It's almost like a sort of comical sort of character. Is it... Um, I think his name's called... Is it Gregor? I think his name is.
4: Oh, he the old guy, is he?
0: Yeah, the old dude oh. in the balloon. <laughs> He's
4: like... Oh, yeah, yeah. He's sort of obviously been working on this contraption for a number of years, isn't he?
0: Yeah, that's it. In secret, it.
4: is he, Um, Just in case something like... You know, the smokers arrive and it he, he It's Enola it's an and Helen, isn't it? trying to... He, he gets on his little balloon and escapes and they can't get hold of the uh, the rope at the end. And then this is when Kevin Costner comes in and sort of start their adventure almost, isn't it?
0: Yeah, that's it. I, I thought the um, the old dude with the balloon, Gregor, he kind of had a bit of a Wizard of Oz moment here, didn't he, where he was kind of like just floating away. <laughs> he sort of left them behind. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> you know. yeah. you know. He's obviously been working on this device for a long time, but he's not allowed to use it, does he? He's like... Looking a bit, oh, how do I do this? How do I do that? It just floats off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. But um, you get some, like I say, you get some really good shots in here as well of one of the scenes I like is when he takes a, yeah. he takes a blow in a bubble, doesn't he? Because oh, yeah. this is now the reveal, isn't it? It's almost like, well, she's been asking about where he's got all the dirt from. And then he takes it down below, doesn't he? And you get a really good shot here of like the what un- what's happened to the world, isn't it? It's all like the buildings, and you get like a big submarine um, just laying on the bottom of the ocean.
4: Yeah, it's really cool, isn't it? Because he, you know, it's almost like it's swam down into um, New York.
0: Yeah, that's it.
4: That's what it reminded me of isn't it. Yeah, you know, there's all these skyscrapers and they're all tatty and old and ruined and dusty, obviously and um, yeah she's like oh wow it's like because just... obviously none of them know I mean they probably were probably grown up in you know in this water world it's probably happened years and years and years before they were born these characters
0: yeah um, well um, I had a look and it's set in uh, 2500 AD so it's 500 years into the future from now and people have forgotten about the times of like the time that we have now isn't it I guess mm.
4: yeah um, yeah and it's it's cool I mean it's it's almost like they found Atlantis in the other bottom of the sea
0: yeah it's gone for that isn't it it's quite cool and I think I suppose I, well it would have been a good touch I mean you mentioned New York and this could have been like an easter egg to like I guess you're familiar with the planet the apes ending with the, child, the old chant, Heston one.
4: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And uh, spoiler here for anybody who hasn't seen that film, but at the end, he thinks he's on another planet. But it's probably one of the most creepiest endings in his, You know, cinema history for me. I remember watching it as a kid, and he's actually seen the Statue of Liberty on a beach. Mm. Um, and I suppose what would have been good here is if you actually saw the Statue of Liberty underwater. That'd that would have be been cool, wouldn't it? That, that would have been a good little tie-in there for that, but... Um, yeah. Uh you almost expect to see but yeah, there you go, you got that you got that reveal. Um and then obviously after this scene that's when they come back up, don't they? And then the smokers kidnap Enola, don't they? Yeah, take her away, have
4: not they?
0: Yeah. a the
4: big ship.
0: And then uh, full of
4: cigarettes and booze.
0: Cigarettes, <laughs> booze, machine guns, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> loads and loads of fuel for their um the jet skis. Um, and, <laughs> That's
4: know. funny, isn't it? Uh, well, that, they've got that on the boat. They've got that. Um, i got that big sort of vat ah, sort of fuel, haven't they? And they've got that sort of old wizardy kind of guy living living down there. I don't know what he's doing down there. Remember, <laughs> he's got the glasses on. <laughs> <laughs> just sort of floating on a boat, isn't he? And amongst his oil,
0: <laughs> he's got that sort of scrawny little dude. All he's got to do is just measure the oil, doesn't he? Yeah, that's (laughs) all. That's all he is. He's just poor bloke. Is literally a dipstick. You know what I mean? He's literally down (laughs) there. You know, and he's like, oh yeah, (laughs) hello. I've
4: been
0: down there for a long time. I imagine (laughs) he's probably only twenty-seven. He's probably only about twenty-seven years old. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) he is. Yeah, it's, it's just, again, it's things like that they're just chucking. I think the other thing is with this as well is that the bad guys are just, they are the comic relief in this, aren't they? It's just like, you know, Dennis Hopper, he's, he's menacing, but he's not. I don't know. He's, he's, they seem to be just a load of clowns floating around with guns, don't they, and cigarettes. Yeah,
4: it's a bit... They're almost a bit stupid, aren't they? Like, they're a bit, yeah. well, clever at the same time, obviously, because they've managed to amass this, um, you know, empire of fuel and you know, create some kind of system where they've got jet skis and, you know, warfare and all that. Stuff. But yeah, they're just a, a bunch of folks,
0: really, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, you got some. And you always have this in one of these like typical Mad Max movie. You got some dude connected up to some sort of oxygen tank.
3: Yeah. Don't, don't really know
0: yeah. why, but you know. Just comes in with an oxygen tank attached to him or whatever. Um just stuff like that. Smoking, obviously. Smoking, yeah. There's a bit that I like um it's when Kevin Costner gets into this um this ship. And he's got the jet ski, isn't he? And then he decides to go on board. And then he turns up, doesn't he? Looking like one of the smokers, doesn't he? And then this dude just—he oh yeah, just, rescue it. Yeah, but this dude rescue, just goes, yeah. just bring it up nice and slowly. Just nice and slowly. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Keeps revving it up, and he like this. He just goes. Yeah. He said, "I said slow." Like <laughs> he just comes in, doesn't he? Boom. <laughs> yeah, he just, just runs over him, doesn't
4: he? Yeah. He smashes through it.
0: <laughs> oh dear and then you've got the bit where um, Deacon then he does this like he said he does this sort of big announcement and he um, and this is where it kind of like ties in with the whole you can almost see there's sort of elements here of Kevin Costner still playing like the Robin Hood character and Deacon trying to be yeah. the sheriff of Nottingham yeah
4: yeah I guess yeah you could them together couldn't you in a way
0: because it's almost like uh, Deacon comes out and says doesn't he realises that this mariner is becoming a pain in his ass?" isn't he um, and this is where Kev turns up and he comes out with, Deacon comes out of a great line here he goes oh well he's goddamn. he's like a turd you can't flush like that it? do you know what I mean he just keeps turning <laughs> up this dude do you know what I mean he's a pain in my ass. <laughs> <laughs> And then yeah. Kev, I remember yeah. this, he does the most badass thing here, doesn't he, with with the flare, doesn't he? It's almost like...
4: Oh, yeah. Oh, this is the bit where our friend meets his unfortunate end, isn't
0: it? Yeah, I see. He, oh, yeah. he goes, you know what this is? And then Deacon goes, oh, well, you know, you're not stupid, you're clever, but you're not stupid, isn't it? Like that, and he just lets that flare down, doesn't he? And then, like you say, that old dude just comes out and goes... Oh. oh, thank God. <laughs> it's oh, a fucking yeah. boom, that's it. <laughs> thank God for it's that. For that isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> and oh, bless him. I think this is just an incredible sort of third half of the movie as well. You know, the way it sort of pays off. It's a rescue movie. Um, and then you've got all sorts of action shots here. And I think Kevin Costner also did a lot of his own stuff here as well. Um, and oh, I love
4: stunning,
0: it? Yeah, I, I just love it In any sort of action movie I never get fed up with this He's trying to pursue Anola Because she's been taken by Deacon He gets into this plane, doesn't he? And then he gets this zip line, doesn't he? he chucks a line down He gets an anchor And then he's sort of Holding on to the anchor, isn't he? Just sort of going down the line and I just thought that's, just, that's great in any sort of action movie that is when you get the hero just sort of flying down this line.
4: Yeah, it's cool, is
0: it? Yeah. Very cool. And then there's a couple of shots when he's taking out the smokers as well, isn't it? He? He's, on, he's on a he's on a rope and he flies down, then he's got the gun in front of him and he starts shooting. So... Um, yeah. And I think he did it earlier on in the atoll as well, didn't he, where he's sort of like... He does a lot of that in this movie, didn't he, where he cuts a line and it's that typical sort of well, he does the same in Robin Hood, doesn't it? When he goes up the clock tower, the line cuts the line, then it sort of springs him back up to the top of the brick. Yeah, uh, he does. Yeah,
4: he seems to know how it works and it yeah. makes him elevate, doesn't it? Um, <laughs> and that whole shit blowing up as well. Oh, God, going back to it is amazing, isn't it? Like,
0: yeah, that's right. Yeah, I can Yeah.
4: Oh, it's just fantastic.
0: And that's the other one. I mean, it's none of
4: it. It's um, not a bit of CGI, is it? Because obviously... I think the only thing CGI in this film is... From what I can remember is... um, The balloon. Yeah. You know the balloon that they're on? The actual balloon itself is... Obviously you can tell it's... uh, Computer generated, but... And the... um, There's a scene where the... He kills that... um, Sort of sea creature, doesn't
0: he? Oh, that's right. Yeah, you get a sea creature in this as well, don't you? That's probably... That's probably the most CGI they've used, isn't it? Like you say with that yeah. in the balloon. But
4: well, obviously it was all right for the times. So it's not. You look at it now, I think that's oh, a bit stupid, isn't it? But um but for the time, it's brilliant. Hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, none of that shit that was blown up was CGI. It was all. Um, it was all. It was all a set, wasn't it? it was all fire and.
0: Yeah, that's it. I fantastic. think. I think they're uh, probably still using like TNT and stuff like that, <laughs> which is pretty cool. You know, just blowing stuff up. Um, and, again, and again, I've got a laugh as well. Where they, I mean, you've got a, an oil tanker here. That's it's, it's going to be so incredibly heavy, that they then, <laughs> it's, seeing is you know, it's almost like a disbelieving scene where they've just they get a load of oars, don't they? And put it outside <laughs> and start start <laughs> rowing this thing. That they have, oh,
4: yeah.
3: like, oh, like, yeah. like Vikings in a
0: ship, you know.
4: I <laughs> made me laugh I when I watched that last night I was like how the hell and the, 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 the ship in comparison to the oars the oars are just tiny aren't they yeah and this massive ship you just think how is that going to move anywhere and you've got all these poor bastards that are rowing and rowing and rowing that's
0: it and it seems to be moving
4: quite quickly doesn't it until, until Kevin comes along and ruins their plans
0: that's it yeah that's it. it's just well, I say like you get some um, I mean, like I say, it, this film runs at a pace as well, doesn't it? You know, it's like it's there's a lot put into it. There's, like I say, the story is, I suppose you could say, quite thin, isn't it? But it kind of gets to where it needs to go. Um, but Kevin Costner, he was part of the production of this movie, and he actually edited quite a bit of it. I think it's actually no a, I think it's actually a three-hour movie in total, but it took took quite a lot out to try and get a little bit of a sort of faster cut. Um, so there's little bits that they sort of took out of it, which was a little bit more sort of in depth with like story, uh, character development, and stuff like that. Um, is there
4: a extended edition? Is there? A, kind of there there or is. A yeah, movie. there is.
0: I've I've never seen that. Um, I've only ever seen the theatrical cut. I've never seen the extended cut, so I might need to go and check it out at some point.
3: Yeah,
4: I think I will. I think I'd be interested to see what, you know, other the bits that we could have seen in it. I mean... Yeah, there's... Um, that's probably why it costs so much. There's probably more, like, um, special effects they've used and, um, you know, other aspects that's probably made up the price of it, because, obviously, 175 million. It's 175 million, yeah, it was... You know
0: if he's cut it's pretty much cut the film in half, isn't it? If you're saying it's three hours, which yeah, I mean, look, I understand why I did cut it because he did um Kevin Costner did a film called White Earp before this and it was three hours long and it didn't do very well. And I think he was worried that that was going to happen again, and it's true, isn't it? I guess we want to go and watch a film for about two hours, um, yeah, Lord of the Rings, unless
4: it's Lord of the Rings, <laughs> but. I think that was the, very captivating.
0: Yeah, I think the difference between this movie and the Lord of the Rings is people knew what they were in for with the Lord of the Rings, and you had a lot of fans who probably thought, "Yeah, three hours is going to do everything that I want for that book that I love." Where this is kind of like untested source, isn't it? And um, yeah, definitely. But um, yeah, it's like the the things I did see having a look at that it was a little bit more. Um, so when he's at the atoll the people at the atoll were talking more about Kevin Costner and his fate what we should do with him there was a little bit more depth on that and the end of the movie when they get to the islands um, and I think they should have kept this in actually You've worked, you find out that that is actually the tips of um, Mount Everest so Oh yeah, yeah Enoda yeah. comes across a plaque that says um, Mount Everest Base Camp or something like that. Is so. that
4: when they get to the end? Yeah. So that well, this is when they found land, isn't
0: it? So when they found dry land, that is actually yeah. the tips of Atlantis. But in the theatrical cut, you don't find that out. Um, ah, right, okay That's interesting Yeah, so I don't know well, I, think why, well, I think that's quite important I I, Yeah, I'm with you on that I actually think that is important I would have liked to have seen that Because then it's There's I don't think there's any reason Why you shouldn't really reveal that Because um, that would be quite cool um, And the other thing is Which I would have kept in as well Is Kevin or the mariner, Kevin Costner's character, he actually says to Helen, um, the reason why I'm going, because he gets into that boat, doesn't he, and he drifts off, and that's how the film ends. Yeah, that's the sad bit, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, he actually has a purpose. It's not because he's leaving indefinitely. He's actually going away to find other people. Um, And he actually says to her, I'm going to see if I can try and find more like my own kind and other people that I can bring back to the island. So oh right okay it's not that he's just it, it, yeah obviously he's a guy that wants to be on the sea isn't he but he's got a purpose he has, does, he does actually have a purpose so it, I think that would have been better if they put that into the theatrical cut you know just unless I suppose they just wanted to keep it as a, just keep it a little bit mis- mysterious I guess that's the only well yeah I mean you
4: know when it finished yesterday I was thinking okay it would have been nice to see what Kind of other adventures he has um, I don't know if they would have made a second one but yeah, it would interesting so. wouldn't it because you've got this it's sort of left on a it's left on a cliffhanger almost isn't it because he's gone he's gone to the island I said they're all happy you know and just, they've gone you know there's like Helen and you know Lua and that other chap that was from the Toll and um, Gregor um, they're all on the island and then he just leaves it's like well you Know, didn't really give a reason, did he? he just
0: sort of, yeah, it just uh, goes, but uh, <laughs> I suppose it's just where they let, left it open. And I guess if the film was more of a fine, it was a financial success. I don't think it did well critically, I think that's more of the problem. But I guess there was a sequel in plan. I guess you could have had Waterworld the far out land or something like that there's another land out there somewhere or you see the mariner go on more adventures I guess there would have been that if it, if it was more of a success yeah yeah probably probably
4: would
0: have been wouldn't there? Um, but for now it will just be this movie which um yeah unless someone decides to reboot it I don't, <laughs> it's probably
4: unlikely
0: isn't it but I doubt it I think I think we're always going to see this type of genre uh, like the post-apocalyptic genre I think that's always going to be somewhere um, people people in Hollywood tend to play with this don't they this was actually directed by um, Kevin Reynolds as well should have mentioned that at the beginning so he's the guy who did Robin Hood Prince of Thieves So same yeah, yeah he was wasn't he
4: yeah yeah. So, um, yeah elements of definitely Robin Hood the Prince of Thieves in this as well with this a sort of layering hero isn't it
3: Hmm.
4: Overall, I, you know, it's a really enjoyable It's a really enjoyable film. I was, I mean, I'd not seen it for a long time until yesterday, um, and I was sort of gripped to it. Like I wasn't, you know, sort of drifting off thinking about other things. So I was sort of really quite into it again. Um, yeah, I think it must have been about three or four years since I've seen it before last night. But overall, I'd give it probably. a Personally, I'd give it probably a solid. 6 6
0: slash 7 out of 10 yeah uh, I'll, I'll go with that I was thinking about 7 out of 10 something like that um I would say I it's not as bad as other movies out there but at the same time I can see why people possibly don't like this movie for some reasons um but i with with the amount of films that I've I've reviewed for like podcasting it's 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 strange how it's you know say Kevin Costner sort of round about the sort of mid 90s has come up with this idea or producers and thought we'll do a film called Waterworld and like I say you've got some good you know good cast Dennis Hopper good action sets it's got everything in it this movie where it should work but it doesn't totally 100% it's just weird how but like, I've heard this on other shows as well with fellow podcasts. It's just that three degrees of mm. getting that, that alignment of the planets to work. And it's it's funny how it goes sometimes, you know what I mean? It's just, it's got everything in it where it should work, but it doesn't totally. It's not, it's not a popular movie for everybody. That's what I'm trying to say, do you know what I mean? It's, uh... <laughs> it's no, no, Yeah.
4: Yeah.
0: It-
4: I mean, it does make
0: you want to go and have a swim, doesn't it? Uh, <laughs> yeah, you're right with that. I'm, I must admit, yeah, yeah. It,
4: it makes you want to go for a little dip in the sea. If you, yeah, I I mean, th- maybe not not around the UK, but somewhere hot, like, well, Hawaii. Or...
0: <laughs> I must admit, every yeah, because I so, say so, where you watch it, not, you know, especially like the time now, is not it? It's still a little bit sort of damp and drizzly outside. I must admit, I'm very envious of, uh, you know, Kevin Costner's Suntown in this movie, and I'm just thinking, yeah, I could do with yeah. some of that, you know what I mean? bit of catamaran on the ocean. It does make you want to jump That's into the... a boat, doesn't it, and just go out?
4: <laughs> it does, doesn't it? I mean, yeah. Yeah, chill out on the ocean, have a cup of beers, you know,
0: yeah. food. A bit of a, you know, grilled sea monster on the, on the, on a the bit, film. <laughs> a bit of grilled sea monster. Um... <laughs> You could get onto your jet ski and start smoking cigarettes, can you? Yeah.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Push little girls off a boat, you know. <laughs> oh, we did forget one bit of this film. Um, you know that there was that scene where uh, they you know, they're on the boat and then they come across this this sort of guy who seems to have kind of obviously been at sea for a long time. And he's, oh God, yeah. shit! Remember, and um, this was a point where uh, Kevin Costner wasn't particularly keen on having uh, Helen and, and Nola on the boat. And this bloke came aboard, and I think he, um, I think it's Kevin. Like, had to sort of made a deal with him, didn't he? About
0: some paper, wasn't it? A bit of paper on it. Some paper. That was it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that it was, was
4: like it. an old Chinese newspaper, wasn't it? For mm. a bit of a shag with, um, with Helen.
0: Yeah, yeah, that was it, yeah, yeah, it's a bit, and I, I think that's the theme of this movie, it's sort of like, what sort of direction are we going in here then, do you know what I mean, it's yeah. for, for a, yeah. you know, for a PG-13 movie, it's like, hmm, and then, yeah, proper creepy dude, wasn't he, do you know what I mean, it's like, what yeah. the fuck, and I'm glad he obviously, that... had, he obviously had something wrong with it,
4: didn't he, I mean, yeah, yeah.
0: didn't he just, <laughs> Um, but I'm glad it turned out the way it did, because this is the turning point of Cousin's character, isn't it? Where he does think, well, I do care about these people. And um, he sorts him out, doesn't he?
4: Yeah, I think he gives him a few... He jabs up his uh,
0: knife,
4: doesn't he? Yeah,
0: I think he, I think he kills him, doesn't he? On, on Below decks.
4: Oh, it's quite cool, though, isn't it? Because they they have a fight, obviously, and you can't see this fight, and then... A couple of minutes later he um the crazy guy appears doesn't he as if that he's just killed kevin
0: oh that's right yeah Yeah. that's it yeah yeah
4: and then he climbs out and he's all like (laughs) and then
0: (laughs) it's a good impression collapses isn't he? yeah that's it
4: kevin jumps out and he's like yeah he's obviously i don't know if he's killed he killed him or is he was he just sort of injured
0: him? I don't know. I don't know. I, that's the thing. That's what I'm trying to think. Um, I only watched it last night, but uh, I think he kills him. I like, so "There's so I much think. going on, isn't he, you There's a of lot. Yeah, these things, don't you? that's right. So it, it's probably the. Like I say this bit on the boat is probably the slowest part of the movie, isn't it? And I suppose you, thinking about it, could you sort of cut cut this away a little bit? to try and sort of get on to the next scenes I guess you could because but then I suppose at the same time it's like sort of the character development isn't it to sort of tell you it's almost like say the, the bonding or the, the development between Kevin and these two characters isn't it to then progress into the third scene of the rescue um, yeah yeah but it's because
4: yeah, that's the point where it switches isn't it
0: to yeah and it's sort of not really
4: giving a shit I think Going down and saving a life, or saving from being sort of
0: raped. I've seen this story before. It's not the first time because I, I, there's, um, it's very similar to what we now got in talking about computer games. The film, or the computer game we've spoken about, um, is The Last of Us, isn't it? When you oh yeah that. yeah. Now, when you look at The Last of Us, which is you know, for anybody who hasn't played that game it's obviously it's about a guy who has to take a child across america um to a safe place i'll just say a safe place i i I won't spoil it for anybody who hasn't played that game um and he's same it's the same sort of thing isn't it he's very disgruntled he doesn't want anything to do with the kid does he but then, as the no. story progresses, he then becomes the father figure, and I think that's very much like what we get in Waterworld, you know. And I kind of like that story. Do you know what I mean? It's it's a it's a good one. Uh, it's, I like the way that sort of plays out in terms of someone. It's almost like a sort of redemption story for some for the for the main character, isn't it? Yeah, I I mean, like yeah definitely. Movie. It's, it's um, nice, isn't it? And then there was one. Uh, I'm not sure if you know this film Dave there's one there's a sci-fi movie called um, Space Hunter Adventure in the Forbidden Zone um, nope are, right yeah I, I <laughs> thought you might say that but that came well, out sounds very that
4: sounds yes, very uh,
0: RJ that does <laughs> very <laughs> you i will tell you what mate <laughs> I'm very happy for you to say that and I'll just say I'll put my hand up and say yes yeah that's me mate <laughs> <laughs> um but the funny thing is, in that film, it, is set in a, it, it, it came out in 1983. It's always been compared to Mad Max, and people say it's like Mad Max in space. And you've got a kind of grumpy old space salvage guy who has to go and rescue these women from this uh, dude called Overdog on this planet. And the story is very similar to Waterworld. Where he's along the way trying to do this rescue, he comes across this kid, who is right. Molly Ringwald from the '80s, and uh, she's very annoying in the movie. And this like old sort of salvage guy's like doesn't really want anything to do with her, but he's using her as a guide to try and track to this uh, location. But along the way, it's the same thing. He's he then it, it, they become like a sort of father daughter sort of thing. And they start to bond and she gets kidnapped and he has to go and rescue her. And that's kind of like, that becomes like the main sort of plot of the story. So this, it's been done before, you know. Yeah, it's quite this. popular, isn't it? Yeah. It's quite popular. Yeah. And I'll be honest with you, I, I kind of like it, you know. I think it's cool. I like that sort of rescue. It is nice. It's always good when you get a rescue story. It's the same with... Um, uh, taken isn't it With Liam Neeson People love all that Because I think people um, You know With families And loved ones If someone gets taken away You want to go and rescue them And it kind of yeah. goes and it, I suppose it kind of goes Back to the old Sort of Disney Doesn't it You know With Rapunzel Or whatever And um, Cinderella And all that sort of stuff
4: Yeah Yeah it's very Yeah it's very I mean I think A story like that always you know, It always gets you Kind of closer to the characters, doesn't it? Because yeah, you can sort of say, "Oh, yeah, this is something I'd I'd do if if I, if my friend or my family member was in in danger, that kind of thing." So
0: yeah, I think. <laughs> well, hang on, Dave. What are, you, closer to them. what are you telling me? You're going to go onto an old ship with a flare and turn up <laughs> with these bad guys and go, "Yeah, you know what this is, don't you?" <laughs> <laughs>
4: No, I'd probably be the guy that's in the uh, you know, testing the levels of oil, mate. Yeah, oh I'm <laughs> Yes,
0: yeah, this, this is where we all dream about wanting to be a hero, don't we? But no, we're, we're just the old dude down in the old tank, just dipping <laughs> the old oil, mate. Yeah, this is it.
4: <laughs> I who plays that guy, poor fella?
0: I have absolutely no idea, mate. I don't
4: know. We'll <laughs> find out right now, actually, because it. He-
0: have a quick look, William Preston. William Preston, right? What's he done then? Let's give this guy the shout out that he deserves. Yeah,
4: he needs his, you know, yeah, you need some, time light.
0: the Crucible. Oh really? Oh bloody hell!
4: Yeah.
0: All oh, right. That's um, a that's, that's a that's a classic on the Legion podcast. The Exorcist number
4: three.
0: That's a really good film, actually. Number three. All oh, right. Okay
4: and some of these films I've never heard of I don't know you probably heard the of they horror like, movies yeah, yeah, me the, and
0: uh, they're horror, horror movies mate yeah um, uh, The Crucible I've heard of The
4: Excess 3 but uh, you might uh, have heard of this one on. Mala Malatesta's Carnival of
0: Blood Um, sounds Italian sounds like, sounds like an old Italian horror movie um, I don't think you have particularly big roles but will you well know? Whether he had a big role or not, he's pr- we, we've probably spoken about that, bloke more than we have Kevin Costner. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? He's not forgettable, <laughs> is he? Do you know what I mean? That he's
4: got, yeah. I'll he's quite entertaining,
0: a, really, isn't he? I bet you any money there's people talking about Waterworld and I guarantee he will be brought up in conversation. <laughs> oh, yeah, that, remember that old dude?
4: <laughs> oh, thank
3: God. <laughs> But I think he seems oh, in
4: all these films he's been in. He's had sort of like uh, you know background roles, like Joe's Apartment. have you heard of that film?
0: Um, no, no. no.
4: Illuminata.
0: Okay, these all sound like. Well, that sounds like another horror movie. Okay, yeah. so he's a bit. he's a bit part actor, but you know you can make a career out of that. It's uh, absolutely yeah. People who have. Um. Oh, okay. But yeah, he's. he's but uh, he
4: didn't. He says he didn't start acting until the age of forty-seven, so that's well, probably why. <laughs> <laughs> and he's, di- he's unfortunately he died. He died in nineteen ninety-eight. Oh really? Oh okay. Yeah.
0: Oh. Was that? I think that was the same with the. Oh, was it the the good? The, say the, the dude with the balloon in this movie. So I had a look at him. And he was only like forty when he did this film. Was he? Yeah. You look at his profile, he's like forty three or something, he's the same age as me and he's like the old man. I'm thinking, Jeep is really. Well, good. Man. You know, if I was in films, is it but is that, is that sort of cost and I'll be getting, you know?
2: <laughs> hey I, yeah, I've
0: yeah, I've turned up, yeah, I wanna play the chemist. Oh no, I don't think no, we don't want yeah. you to play the mariner. Uh, how old the are you? Old man. The old man, the old crazy yeah. guy. How old are you, RJ? Yeah, I'm 43. Oh, we've got a perfect <laughs> role for you. I want you to play, the, play a character called the old guy in a balloon. Oh, yeah, great.
3: <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah. Except not the sexy badass you wanted
0: to be. That. Oh, no, no, no. I'm just going to... I like that scene, isn't it, where he fools the audience, then he goes, and it is... And he just turns around the other way, then he goes, it's that way. <laughs> so, oh, yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. When he's it's in the opposite direction, that. yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, it's
0: cool, isn't it? These, the thing is, though, these characters are cool, aren't they? You need these characters in these movies, and like I say, we, we've probably spoken about them more than anybody else, I think, so... Um, But could you see anybody else play the Mariner, like Kevin Costner's role? Does anybody else What well, it was... See? If it was rebooted today, no, nah, but say it's the ni- mid nineties. Um, is there anybody else that you could could have seen apart from Kevin Costner play that role?
4: Um, I don't really know. Cause, I mean, I, it's difficult, isn't it? Because when I see Waterworld and I see the picture and I see, you know, the, the actual film, I, all I can think of is Kevin Costner. So I am not really. Not really sure who else could really do it. I might be
0: chucking uh, Jean Claude Van Damme or something like that. You imagine that? Eh?
4: <laughs> it probably would have been a bit. The film would have been a bit cheaper if he didn't put him in there. Yeah. Steven Segal.
0: Oh my god! You bring someone like Keanu Reeves. you could have done it, couldn't you? Keanu it? Reeves. Now, yeah, now, 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 I've got you into that thinking mode, haven't I? Yeah. You imagine Keanu Reeves? Yeah.
4: Because I mean, I don't know how he's—he's
0: he's never
4: that guy. He doesn't age, does he? He doesn't. Well, he's if a we vamp- look at him now compared to back in the day. He looks the same.
0: He's a va- he's a vampire, isn't he? That's that's, that's what people <laughs> think he is, don't they? gold Keanu Reeves. He doesn't look any different, yeah. does he? And it's the far, uh, and the bloke's like fifty odd years old now, isn't he? Yeah. Scary. Um, but, but yeah, I reckon he could have he could have done it. What about Schwarzenegger what about you? Arnold Schwarzenegger get him in there?
4: <laughs> uh, I think it would have been a completely different film if he was in there, but yeah,
0: I guess so. I'm just chucking <laughs> I'm just chucking him out there, do you know what I mean? It's like um I'm I'm always shouting this dude how about Nicholas Cage, eh? <laughs> oh no, yeah,
4: yeah. No, he would yeah, no, you're right, he would have been He's very similar to um Kevin Costner I think because not in terms of kind of acting style but Kevin Costner plays most films he's in he plays the same character doesn't he
0: yeah I mean and it's the same as Nick
4: Cage he he does the same thing
0: I think if you had Nicholas Cage in this movie playing it the way he did in Con Air like Cameron Poe with like long hair with some with some one liners I think you might have had a I think the audience might have enjoyed it a bit better because I might have seen it as a bit of a sort of comedy from his end, you know, so. Yeah. You know, imagine, you know, him leaving the toll and then people saying, what are you going to do? And then Nicolas Cage goes, what do you think I'm going to do? I'm going to see the <coughs> fucking day. <laughs> I was like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Put the bonnet back in the box, Deacon. <laughs> 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 yeah so yeah I think there's I mean Kev did a good job to be fair do you know I mean like you say I can not see anybody else do it so um, and yeah there you go man It's uh, that is water world eh? so <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh dear do you think we missed anything mate is there anything more you want to talk about this movie because I think we probably covered everything in a sort of
4: um, I mean no I don't think I think we have covered it I
0: think it's um, one
4: more thing we talk about that that ending where they're on the island and you were saying before it's like it's meant to be the tip of Mount Everest isn't it
0: it is yeah so it's a high yeah. point yeah but obviously if
4: you look at Mount Everest now it's covered in snow yep and if you look at look at Mount Everest in this film it's like a tropical paradise isn't it <laughs>
0: Yeah, I think it's... When you start looking at stuff like that, and then you've obviously got, like... Would the sea rise to that level? I mean, I know the ice caps are big, but they, scientists reckon, and a little bit of science into this, that if it did happen, it would only be, like, a couple of hundred foot. Whereas, obviously... What they're saying here is this has got right to the top of the Mount Everest, isn't it? So... <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I I'm trying to sort of guess in my head, that's um Everest goes up quite a few thousand feet, doesn't it? Um so yeah. I think this is where Hollywood's fantasy comes in, doesn't it?
4: You cut yeah, I suppose they got it. To, Gotta to be unrealistic in some ways. But no, yeah, overall very cool. Um I like the film. I yeah. know, like you said, we said before, it's not most critically acclaimed, is it? But oh, I thought it was great. You know, if you if you anyone listening out there, if you if you've not seen it and you've like like me and RJ have discussed before, if you have got a hangover, right, and you want to order a pizza
3: hmm.
4: and drink a milkshake and just chill out in your pajamas all day, this is probably one of those films where you could do that.
0: Yeah. See, so, see, so you're, gen- you yeah. so you're, you're, you're a gentleman, Dave. You wear pajamas. I'll just be sitting there in my pants. But... <laughs> <Your> pants. <laughs> you, you'd be drinking
4: more beer, wouldn't
0: you? would be. Yes, yeah, is it, Dave? You can have your pajamas. You can have your milkshake. That's fine. I'll just be in my pants, having a beer, mate, watching this film. Okay, it's all right. It's just how uh, that that rolls with me. Okay. <laughs> so there you go. Yeah. Whatever. Whichever, whatever floats your boat, you know. <laughs> oh, dear. All right, then. So on that note, mate, I think we'll just leave it at that. Well, uh, awesome. Okay, man. Well, thanks for coming on the show today for that, Dave. That was a uh, That's what I really
4: uh,
3: enjoyed it. Really enjoy it. It's really
0: good fun. I had to talk about, Well, as I said at the beginning, I had to talk about Waterworld eventually. Do you know what I mean? I had to put that onto the show. So, and I um, say, Dave, I'm sure I'll get you back onto the show in the future, mate. We, you know, we'd it's been good talking movies with you. So I'm sure there'll be another movie that we'll yeah. think to uh, talk about in the future. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, Thanks having me, RJ. It's man, a you're pleasure. Welcome, man. All right, guys. Well, like I say, I hope you've enjoyed that. If you haven't seen Waterworld, go and check it out. If you have, well. Uh, let us know your thoughts, put it on the uh, Facebook page And talking about the Facebook page, do a little bit of admin I am a proud member of the Legion Podcast Network So please go and check out all the other shows on that network as well There's a ton on there, something on there for everybody um, And where to find Bite Size Cinema? You can find it on iTunes, Spotify and several other players if you put in Bite Size Cinema Podcast onto Google it will take you to a player for you to listen to and please also check out my other show I've got a new show out called the Mystery Vault Podcast I've done about four episodes on there now the the latest one funny enough was the Mary Celeste talking about World and stuff like that so um, please go and check that out as well and uh, there you go guys so um, as always keep it bite size keep it safe and I'll see you soon